Hey, welcome back to Spellstore Miniatures. This is a show about tabletop board games, including War Machine and Hordes by Privateer Press. My name is Jeremiah. I'm Dan. And this is Chad. And we just want to inspire you to play more games. So, gentlemen, uh, shall I say happy birthday? Yes. Happy birthday to you guys. Oh, happy birthday to you, Chad. I haven't been around here as long. Oh, well, that's true. But you like a half birthday? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Well, yeah, so... um, to our listeners, uh, we started this project one year ago. Um, actually, uh, tomorrow would be technically our, our birthday, I suppose. I know some podcasts will use uh, anniversary, um, but I like birthday better because I know that song. I don't. I don't know the anniversary song. <laughs> is there an anniversary song? I, I feel like Audling Sang or something is like New Year's birthday is birthday's okay. birthday, and then I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I don't know. When when I sing to Laura, it's never those songs. So. <laughs> and I'm I'm not married, so I, yeah, I don't have any, yeah. I don't have like a, a very important anniversary to make sure that I hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it's important. Like anniversaries are important, yeah. and so we're celebrating 20 years next year. Wow! And so we're already making plans to go to Chicago. Congratulations! So I'm really excited about that. So not during Adepticon, gamers. Oh, so. Yeah. Um, I've already asked Laura about that, and she's uh, strong <laughs> she about. She already put the kettlebell. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> no, she won't go on the kettlebell uh, uh, clinic with me, and she won't go on a gaming convention with me. So, she'll. She said she'll go and watch, which, okay. which isn't the same. Yeah. You know, because I'm having the fun, and she's not. You know, yeah. she'll be playing solitaire or something. <laughs> anyway. Well, hey, uh, we like our podcast. Uh, our topics are meant to inspire you to play more games. And so we like to talk about the games that we play, and I just want to ask you, hey, have you played any games lately? And we could start with the non-War Machine ones. Yeah. Well, for me, that's real quick. I mean, I kind of blew all my gaming the uh, last couple of weeks before the last episode. This last couple has just been catching back up on work and really Oh, hard. yeah. Yeah, you had you to know? cash in some serious uh, family cred right. to participate in I-5. Yep. Yeah. 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 How about you, Chad? Any, any fun games? Uh, I've been playing... Uh, some games of Riot Quest here and there. I played a game. I did. I gave Ozzy a demo game last week, uh, and then yesterday, Runeboard was doing the Longest Night event, which I ended up running, and I played a game of uh, Riot Quest with Eli and his wife Destiny. Uh, she had not played before, so Eli and I were kind of giving her a demo game. Uh, I got to play with a bunch of stuff, and I ended up winning that game uh, by the Wolf with No Name shooting an already injured Balthazar Bamfist to get the final scrap card for the last victory. Nice. Um, but I thought when you teach a game to someone, you're supposed to let them win. They Check. were getting close. No, they were getting... <laughs> from the words of Hungerford, I think in demo games, he wins. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh yeah. <laughs> um, but that's a fun yeah, game. And you yeah, can play like up to four players, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I feel like it gets uh, a lot better and more chaotic uh, with more people. Because uh, there's just more heroes on the field. Um, there's a lot more stuff you have to be aware of. There's a lot of uh, kill stealing and knocking other people out. Yeah. Um, after you know somebody has softened them up a little bit. Um, Random treasures can just yeah. spawn up right next to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or on the opposite end of the table yeah. from everybody. You're like, well, I guess we're just going to sit over here and fight for a little bit. <laughs> uh, and then I've also actually been playing a lot of World of Warcraft Classic. Okay. Um, I've been diverting a bunch of time to that. <laughs> That's really what it is, right? It's a yeah. diversion from yeah. the thing that we love the most. 
which is miniatures. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of miniatures, uh, there is a group of uh, local players who are really into um, like historicals and some of the less popular, you know, big name games. And so um, I've been friends with this guy named Eric for a while. And he um, started a new Discord, so now I can start to connect with some of the local players. Um, I got a recently. I got a game in of Saga in, mm-hmm. and I was. It's Saga has been one of those games that's been on my wish list for a while. And so I showed up to the game store, and there was a handful of players playing. And this guy named Pete said, "Hey, I'll let you use uh, my rules and some models." And we just played a standard. Uh, no, I think we may have played a four-point game, which is um, like each unit um, type gets one point, mm-hmm. and a four-point game is six points. And okay. so we, we just played a four-point demo. Um, I was Vikings, and he was, I think, the Anglo-Danes. And uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. And they have a really cool, like, command card mechanic. Okay. Um, so you know how... Um, in Song of Ice and Fire, you have the non-combatant units, yeah. and they play on this other card, and something happens on the battlefield. Well, the way that uh, Saga works is there's two kinds of dice. You get a certain number of dice, depending on how many units you have left in battle, and you roll them, and depending on the results, you basically put them on the this command card, um, if, they, if the symbol's appropriate, if the match is symbol, and then you can choose to cash that in later, to affect something on the battlefield, okay. and and they're really flavorful for each of the army types. It's it's that's where the flavor comes in. It's really cool, and then um, and then you and then to hit you roll standard d sixes. But had a great time, and it's something that, like I said before, um, it, it, you know, historicals have been on my wish list for a while um, because I'm just a miniature junkie, and yeah. um, and so to, to get a demo game and a saga, and for it to be as fun as I expected it to be. Made me really happy. Yeah. So, so I got that in. Um, I played another game of Underworlds with Josh, and um, he ran uh, Steelheart's Champions, and I ran the Lady Haro, um, which is the um, which is the starter from the Barnes and Nobles exclusive. And so that was. Uh, I didn't know they had an exclusive. Oh, let me tell you. Okay, <laughs> so because some of our gamers may not know this. So, um, if you're interested in GW products at all, um, you know, they have their standard line that you can get at most local friendly game stores, and then they also, of course, have their own Warhammer store out where we are, and then yeah. they, and the Games Workshop store on the east side. And then, um, but they decided that they would um, make uh, a series of boxed games with um, a more simplified, streamlined rule set, and then... They would only sell them at um, big box stores, um, namely specifically uh, Barnes & Noble. And so the big game that you might be familiar with would be like Blood Bowl. But at Barnes & Noble, it's Blitz Bowl. Okay. Right, and then and then so um, so they have a, like all these like board game style things, um, and it's still G Dub miniatures. Um, the one that the one that I picked up was the press fit, so that's really easy to put put together and assemble. Yeah. And the idea is, if you're unfamiliar with the with the stuff, that you that you can play. But if you go to Warhammer, they're strangely quiet about what's going on at Barnes and Noble, <laughs> and so <laughs> so some are so some players may not know, but. Um, but anyway, I certainly didn't know that at all. Right? Oh, there's uh, so there's, I think there's at least six. There's like Storm Vault, um, Blitz Bowl, then Underworld Starter. There's a Space Marine Adventure, which is a cooperative uh, board game uh, using uh, I think the new Primaris models. Um, there's uh, and there's a, a fifth one that I know for sure that I'm missing. That's Age of Sigmar or 40k related. And then there's a uh, Lord of the Rings one, um, which just has five models in it, so it's not not significant for yeah. the miniature load, and it's uh, and it's just kind of a fellowship thing. But yeah. So anyway, so I was using that starter, and they have a really clever um, inspire mechanic, and so I just want to go around inspiring everything, and which normally makes me lose. <laughs> um, but um, I actually won by one glory point. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty nice. cool. So, well done. Yeah. I also forgot, um, since it's been a while since I was back on here, 
the beginning of October, I believe it was, Ryan Montgomery came out and did Riot Quest demos for me at uh, Runeboard nice. one afternoon. Um, that was a lot of fun. We only had uh, Andrew and his friend James show up and play, but we had a ton of fun playing. Uh, we played three games, and three of the four of us won games. <laughs> um, I don't remember who it was. I think... Yeah, I don't remember. I think Andrew won one, Ryan won one, and I think I managed to win the last one by scoring, like, I think four or five victory points in the last yeah. round. Because I think I... I think I got two, I don't know, I don't remember what it was, um, but I, I won like by a sweep, because Ryan was su- Ryan was at like six, and all he had to do was just knock somebody else out, we're like, okay, everyone get Ryan's heroes, because we don't want him to win, <laughs> and I ended up like convincing somebody else to knock somebody else out, and then it came back to my turn and realized that I could score like the four victory points or something that I needed in a single... Yeah. Turn, you know, or the like, the last three or something. I was like, oh, oops. <laughs> so you kind of metagamed it. <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> I think Riot Quest sounds amazing. Right. I, it's I, super fun. I still haven't gotten my demo in, and I know that like each. I, I well, I don't know this for sure, but I'm under the impression that each one of those models have really good abilities in the big game War Machine, yeah. and so it's really worth investing in some of those models at least. And if you have some, why not play the game, right? Yeah, exactly. So. I know I went to um, a steamroller on Saturday, and I kind of got um, shot around. Uh, what is what's that? Um, the little dwarf solo with the double barrel gun. Hold him, Harlow. Hold him. Yeah. He looks great. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's pretty good, I hear. Kraken ha- uh, had him in in their uh, their crucible guard list, <laughs> and just pew 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 pew. Yeah, four shots a turn is pretty big. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a miniature mage hunter. Yeah. <laughs> or a uh, gun mage, yeah. It's more like a miniature uh, cane. Yeah, there you go. Dwarf cane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, speaking of War Machine, any of you get any uh, War Machine games in? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's been working on painting everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did get a War Machine game in yesterday, actually, after I played the Riot Quest game. Uh, Andrew and I played a game of The uh, Longest Night. Nice. Uh, with the uh, Here There Be Monsters theme, or uh, scenario, special scenario where... Uh, each player has two lanterns that they move, and you can your visibility well, is reduced to five inches. They can move them if you remember that you can move them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds like that was a problem for you and us. Uh, well, only for me. Oh, okay. I'll tell you about it. <laughs> um, so he was playing a Magnus II Soldiers of Fortune list with uh, some freebooters because he's just messing around trying to get freebooters to go as far as possible right now. Yeah. And we both kind of agreed. It was like, I think you kind of get, I think the the 15 inches is about as good as you can. <laughs> I don't think you get much better than that. Which is pretty good. Which is pretty far. You yeah. might be, I don't know if Shay can get taken in Soldiers of Fortune, but Shay might be the only other place where you can get it farther yeah. by an inch just because of, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. have to do the math later. But anyways, uh, I played a Tanith Wild Hunt list that I had built that looked kind of fun. Uh, that had the Wolf with No Name and Long Chops in it as a couple of advanced deploying snipers. Nice. And uh, much to Andrew's dismay, he failed to kill the Wolf with No Name. He did send a freebooter into Long Chops going like way across the table. Um, but Wolf with No Name... Uh, was able to deploy, and because of the minus five visibility, I didn't put him near a lantern, so you couldn't see him. Um, mm-hmm. So he was just like hanging out in the darkness and popping shots off at uh, a couple of halberdiers that were standing next to the light. So he shot two of those two rounds in a row, and then uh, Andrew brought Alexia two forward, dropped a couple of thralls off, and then backed up, and then the thralls charged. Mm. Um, charged the wolf and he missed both of his attacks oh bummer (laughs) and uh one of my my surviving death wolf was able to clear those two later and i was able to kill the last couple of the halberdiers and then i switched my prey over to alexia i was like all right alexia you done messed up i told you to leave the wolf alone and now it's coming for you and i almost one shot her because i made her my prey so it turns him into a pow 14 and i was able to aim and shoot at her 
And so I go to rat 10 and I had loot from the previous two turns. So I was able to spend a loot to boost a hit, hit, and then get a loot back because she's my prey. And then spent the loot, the loot again and put a boosted POW 14 into her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I left her on two health, but then I was able to teleport Loki over and drag her in with the hook and kill her with that. Uh, and then I was able to clear all of his models outside of the lantern's light, which meant that I won the alternate wind condition. Yep. I, I got the alternate wind condition. So the darkness, you know, falls in around <laughs> all of the mercenaries and they get taken away by all the Grimkin. Yeah. <laughs> so. See, I really, really like that scenario. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And when I was reading it, I was thinking about, um, <sighs> like, how I was going to play it and th- things like that. Yeah. And, um, and so Oz and I, we set up and we started, because we were the first ones to the store. Yeah. And so we decided just to play each other and, and rather than wait. And and we set up the lanterns and we started playing and and we get to like top of three. And then Oz moves a lantern. And I go, oh. <laughs> because I could have had three of the four on my side and he would have had to chew through a lot of beef to get to it. Uh. And and then I could have just worked on that fourth one, and then I could have won on that scenario. Yeah. But yeah, I got um. So I'll, I'll just talk about my games, I suppose. Um, and last week, so I'm back playing again, and it feels good. And so I'm running um, Zadesh two, is my new caster. I decided or warlock that I'm going to be focused on. You know, I'm going to get my ten games in, and then I'll learn someone new, right? Um, so I'm running Disciples of Agony still because I just love that theme. Yeah, beasts. Yeah, and it's fun. It's, it's, good with Zadesh, it's anyway. so much fun. And so, um, so we have um, what do I my my secret tech? It's not really so secret, but I have two Cyclops Savages that on feet turn are pow twenties. Yeah, and you don't expect that from a light, and so it feels really good. Um, haven't been able to really pull it off yet successfully, but um, at least I know that's there. So I have four. I've had four games in. Um, my first game was last Wednesday. Uh, I played Ben, and I was really excited to play Ben because um, I've seen him come and go, and and we met up, and I I had some models for one of his buddies and things like that, and so to actually get a game with him, you know, he was um, was great, and he was running uh, Sorsha Three Manowar. Mm-hmm. And he did a really cool thing because I was gearing up to do some van damage, and then he drops all these clouds. He feeds and drops all these clouds, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, well, that was really timely because I would have I would have eaten a lot of uh, a lot of steel and steam, yeah. and um, and so then it became a little more of an even game, just more back and forth, and then um, and then he didn't. He got he got he got in my he got in my uh, threat range of Zadesh, but there was a lot of things in the way, so I had to like do some killing and then and then my favorite move ever, walk up an agonizer and repulse, so then oh, yeah. so then I charged him with a blind walker who, um you know uh, uh no a uh, wrestler sorry a wrestler, uh, charged him with a wrestler who took a free strike along the way, and then which cleared the lane for Zadesh and Zadesh went in and said nom nom nom. <laughs> and so cut him down cut him down so with that big old sword he has it's huge yeah. it's like the biggest sword of anybody and um so that was good and then I went to the steamroller Oz and I went and we only stuck around for two rounds uh, we had to meet up with family later um and um and I played Travis into some steelheads and uh, I think Soldiers of Fortune is the theme and he was running Damiano and he he had me good like yeah. It was, uh, uh, there was just so many bodies and he was, and he just stayed right out of my threat range where Zadesh yeah. couldn't do the flashing blade thing. And I only got one fresher attack with my Rhinodon. So, so I mean, he was, and he, things were coming back and, but clock was his enemy. Mm-hmm. And so I, yeah. so, I, so I won that round. And then second round I played against Kraken and they were running Crucible Guard mm-hmm. and, um, I really, really enjoyed that game, um, mostly because Kraken is a really good player, yeah. and and I think both of us knew that their shoot their shooting is is going to be really good against 
you know, Sadesh, and of course I forgot about clouds. Like I knew that there was guidance in their list, yeah. okay. and then so I was like, so so I kind of didn't put up clouds, <laughs> not forgetting that guidance just affects one model, one. and so uh, I still could have put the clouds up yeah. to prevent the other stuff. Yeah. So anyway, so. Uh, so they, I think they went first, I went second, and they came in and shot a few things and then repoed back. And then I kind of looked around and I was like, oh, I could be super greedy right now. And so I was like super greedy. And, <laughs> and I ran a bone swarm into over here. And then I, you know, ambushed my, um, my uh, bog trogs over here, and then cleared out some of their. They only had like one or two units. I don't know what no one know what they were. I don't even know Crucible Guard, but um, probably the combat alchemists. Uh, usually little free man units with with chemicals. No, there were like guys. ten of them. There was like ten oh, of okay. them. Oh, okay, that's just oh, the okay. infantry. It might be the yeah. infantry. Yeah. If it's not the rocket men, it's the infantry. Okay, and so, and and Kraken had mentioned just briefly that I could that the objective because it was the two squares with the objective in the corner mm -hmm. and the circle with the flag oh, yeah. in the middle yeah what what uh, I think it's king of the hill king of the hill yeah or that sounds right it's either king of the hill yeah. or it's pit two probably king of the hill so yeah. but Kraken had mentioned that her objective uh, their objective is is within charge distance of my bog trucks yep and and I, I didn't even think about that. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, I could charge the objective. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why ambush is super super strong and that uh, especially and, that theme. Yeah, in a lot of the yeah. scenarios right now, and then also uh, just with how live some of the scenarios are. Yeah. Currently, ambush is really really big, which is part of the reason why I've been trying to play um, Wild Hunt because. Wolves Vorboros are really good ambushers. Yeah. Because <laughs> they threat 14 inches off the edge of the board. Yeah. And they can just, you know. Well, and that's what happened here. So, Bog Trogs, you know. So, I was able to um, clear the objective. There was one guy left in the zone, Arcadon. I had to get Rush on the Arcadon. Arcadon walks over, eats the dude. Mm -hmm. And I had, and I, it was a critical, and I had a choice of pitching him or eating them. But if I rolled low on the pitch, you know, I was like, nah, I'll just eat the dude. And, you know, I was like, because <laughs> I don't want to, because that was my only shot of clearing the zone. And then, then I ran a feral guys up to the flag and I went up for nothing on the bottom of two. Oh, wow. Yeah. But like there was, there was a lot of shenanigans. I told you, greedy was the thing. There's a lot of shenanigans of getting things sort of out of position and it just, and I didn't have all of the things up that maybe would have protected me, yeah. you know, from everything that was going to be coming back. And so, uh, Kraken ended up winning um, on with the uh, with the, the spell that gives them signs of importance, or is that defeat? Um, uh, they were playing Sinestro. yeah, Magnus Opus. So, yeah. and so, just wasn't going to miss, you know, when you're dropping the lowest, and and but it was awesome. And the thing that was really awesome is I've never really played against Crucible Guard, um, and so that it presented a whole challenge. And I was able to, like, and I really like playing that scenario because, for me, it feels like it's a it's a puzzle to be solved. Yeah. How can I score here? Yeah. Right? That's how I look at it. And then, um, and so I solved that puzzle. I didn't solve the other puzzle about staying alive, yeah. but, but I solved that, <laughs> that puzzle. Is, that is one right. of the harder puzzles, <laughs> especially when yeah. you put yourself, like, very far up. Yeah. Right, and and so, um, but I thought Kraken was a fantastic opponent too, um, because there were like moments when when they kind of led me through a thinking process, mm -hmm. sort of helping me solve the puzzle even, and and I was like, well, this is a local steamroller, and I know it's casual, but there's like money on the line, right? And 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 I thought that was just super cool. And so yeah. I, had a, I had a great time and then, but, but we had to leave to go meet up with family. And so that was my, that was my round two. And then, and then yesterday was the fourth game with Oz yeah. at, it was a lot of, a lot of one machine last week. Right, there you go. Yeah. Real good. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Kraken, Kraken and uh, Pine are both really cool people. I'm disappointed that I haven't really gotten to play games against, I don't think I've played a game against Kraken. 
I had played against Pine. We got to play a game at Lock and Load, uh, where I put my Grail list into his Makeda three, and uh, Grail managed to survive assassination like two different assassination attempts. Wow. <laughs> Was he running Makeda three with um, the Supreme Guardians and Immortals? Uh, yes. I believe so. Yeah, it sounds now, like it might have been. It may have been Imperial Warhorde. War. Oh, okay. Based on the conversation I was listening, because they were at the table over, um, in, in like round one, and they were just chatting after their game, and I got the impression that he bounces back and forth between Zal two and Makeda three. Yeah. On that, with that particular list, the Immortals. Yeah. 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 Back and forth. Yeah. yeah. I feel Zal two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Both are. <laughs> They're both very good. Very, both are very, very good. strong. Yeah, very good. So, okay, well, hey guys, uh, happy birthday! Yeah, yeah, happy birthday, guys. So, we've 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 done a lot this last year, actually, and I thought that I would, um, you know, we've had a lot of different guests on. Um, Chad, I think you were our very first guest um, when we were talking uh, about we're running a how to run well, guys, run an you event. Guys have had uh, Ron on before me. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Ron and the. That's right. Uh, Ron and the casuals was the next one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fact check. Third guest. Yeah. Something like that. You were one of our <laughs> early guests. Early. Okay. Yeah. And then. Um, you liked me so much, you asked me to stick around. Yeah. yeah I I love. <laughs> and now our, you're stuck with me. <laughs> I love our conversations. I think they're great. Um, so over the last year, what are some of your. M- more favorite moments like what are the things that um that you appreciated um with spellstorm miniatures this last year um watching people everyone get excited about uh king of coins was really cool because there was we yeah. made that discord channel and there was so much trash talking in there. <laughs> and uh it was so awesome it was super it was super funny <laughs> uh i don't think i'll forget uh jeremy jeremy taking on the persona of a king uh, referring to everyone as peasants was pretty funny because he managed to snag a coin super early. <laughs> yeah, and then defended it very, uh, very decidedly. I think like two games in a row. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like. I thought the game coins was was great, and we had uh, we had some trouble with the final date of, of the, the the final event. They got moved around on us, but. And I had to, I, I got to play judge that day, and that was a that was a stretch, in yeah. in my war machine career, mm-hmm. uh, and having to make a call between like Barney two and and, uh, yeah. and something I was like I was like oh I was like my brain hurts yeah I don't play this like you know yeah so um, no but that was honestly the, I thought the king of coins was one of my favorite moments too what else what else you got no definitely I was I was up there in some good times. Um, a lot of it, I don't know if I have a single moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, there's just been, been a lot of, a lot of learning, you know, so it's been fun that way. Um, yeah. Yeah. I loved, um, I liked our roundtable discussion with the Hillsboro Underground. Uh, that was a challenge for me technology-wise. Yeah. I think I bought half a dozen different little adapters and cords <laughs> to try to get a remote person in because that was my first time doing that. Um, and then we just sat around the table here and chatted and Dan, you were on the line yeah. and, and, but I, but I thought that was, that was real good. I really, really liked having Jason on. That was one of my favorite moments too. When we are just talking about community yeah. and like yeah. what makes a healthy community and cause every, you know, everyone, we all come from different experiences and some of us, you know, um, have had really positive experiences at the local game store and some of us have really, have really haven't. Right. And so, depending on who our where our listeners come from, maybe that episode resonated with them a little bit more. But um, yeah, that was that was a highlight for me too. So yeah, uh, most of my other stuff, I was kind of more from a personal personal standpoint um, of just things that have been happening over the last year. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think back of other things that we've done for with spellstorm miniatures and. Uh, unfortunately, nothing's really coming to mind uh, right now. I've mostly kind of... You guys have done a lot more of the heavy lifting than I have. I, 
I've kind of joked about I'm just the carbon-based prop that's here. I'm just the talent that just shows up and talks. <laughs> Which I'm totally fine being. I have no problem being that. Um, I, I love being on here and, and talking about different stuff and talking about different um, different things and sharing a lot of my experience. Yeah. And um, Because I've been a part of this community for a really long time. I've been around yeah. for... I've been playing War Machine for almost a decade. And I've been a strong part of the community for a very long time and, and at the center of it for a lot. Um, running yeah. events when uh, when we lost a, a PG t- stepping up and taking their place to help run events and things like that and also working yeah. with you know other event organizers, uh, Lucas, James, Ben, working with Danny, other community leaders um, to keep our community going strong. Yeah. Um, it's been a challenge. I've been through a lot of other things personally too, away from the game. Um, and I can't be as involved as I was before, but I still try and do what I can. And I greatly appreciate those, all those other people that have stepped up in my place. And yeah, sorry that I know that was also like way off topic. <laughs> no, it was, <laughs> it's on topic. I mean, we're just talking about, you know, that's one of the things too, is I feel like when, so when I first started playing the game, I used to just, I would download every single War Machine podcast I ever found, and I would just drive around for work, and I would just listen every day in my car, what everyone is saying. And there were quite a few that had a real kind of sense of, like, local feel to them. You know, they would talk about their local game store, and they would talk about the one up the road, and they would talk about the yeah. group that they would run into regularly at, you know, at local events and things like that. And, and you really got a sense that there was a lot of people who supported each other in that community and and the various communities, depending on the podcast. Right. And so, but we, uh, and we've had podcasts from the Northwest before. Um, but at the time that we started Spellstorm Miniatures, there wasn't one, I don't think. And so, and so you know, and, 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 and I know that I'm not the best player in the world, but I, I love the game and I love to talk about the game and I love to encourage other people to play the game. And so I figured that's something that I can do, right? I can talk about right, what I yeah. love. And, um, and so, and, I, and I, I hope that this last year, that as folks were listening, that they got a sense of what the Northwest was like. You know, we actually have, we have some good gamers. We have a lot of, uh, yeah. a lot of great, fun events and we have a lot of stores in the Portland area and, and then up north too along the I-5 and, and so there's um, it, just, it just feels good to be you know to be a contributing member to the community that's one of my all, that's probably my all time favorite you know since you're making it real I'll make mine real too so <laughs> I mean yeah we have a great community again especially if you listen to some other things and it's like oh I met of like 20 people and then I look around like ours and it's like yeah, yeah a very large meta. Yeah, maybe you have to travel a little bit north or south, but just yeah. a huge group of people. Yeah, you just got to make it out on Wednesdays to well, run important because that's where all, that's where it's happening on the west side. <laughs> there you yeah, go. on any given Wednesday, there's 20 there. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. there's usually probably, you know, uh, four to six games going on sometimes, right. plus, you know... Hobbyists. Three to five people sitting around the hobby table either doing some painting, assembling a model, or just hanging out. Yeah. yeah. Like, we've got... There's been a couple of times where I've still like turned in egg. I'm like, we need more space, yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, and that's been the great thing too is just yeah. running into people. Or you know, I've met a couple of people and like, oh hey, yeah, you're on. You know, like oh you listen, thanks. You know, <laughs> just like that's kind of a cool feeling. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll admit, like don't feel anything special, but you know, <laughs> it's like it's cool. You know, like I, I'm excited. I don't feel like yeah. thanks. That I'm not like top notch player. I'm not getting out all the time, but. Yeah. Have somebody be like, oh yeah, I listen. It's just like feels cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I like I remember. Okay, so I remember my first i five experience, and and one of the podcasts that, uh, that I loved when I first started playing was when Line of Sight started, and, I, and then I was like, and so there's Jaden. Jaden is over at that table, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> I was like him yeah. I didn't know him I just heard him talk you know what I mean it's like you know and, and but went up and talked to him just briefly to say hey you know I appreciate what you're doing and I, I learned a lot in those early episodes of line of sight yeah. you know yeah. and so um, and I was really happy when they came along because my evolution of listening has had evolved from all the other ones and I was like you know I just really need something and then all of a sudden boom line of sights there and I was like yeah that's gonna fit my niche so yeah. yeah. So 
there's a there's a 40k podcast I listen to that's that's really really good, and the the hosts are all even and like just even kill and they just and they're very conscious about contributing to the community and they're very conscious about getting the lore right and the rules right and everything, and um and I and to my mind it's like the best 40k podcast out there, and and so when when Line of Sight started coming out, you know and I started listening I was like these guys have the same flavor and the same feel as this other and I was like. Boom. So I started making those associations, which, of course, made me like them even more. But yeah, so yeah, we're definitely in the fun bracket over here, and 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 I like being in the fun bracket. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with the fun bracket. Yeah. What uh, What have you learned? What's one of the biggest things you've learned learned those on those last year? Oh, I could go on a bit. Um, (laughs) I mean, I mean, not that I've shown too much, but you know, tooled around a little bit with Photoshop, you know, and trying to figure out if we need different covers from. Doing that to just editing video, <laughs> like, yeah. Editing video takes a long time. Let me tell you, yeah. <laughs> that was surprisingly yeah. more in depth. I'm like, okay, this is like a five minute video. I can do this, and next thing I know, <laughs> two hours later, okay, okay, cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Trying to be more conscious of like you know the ums and everything, and being able to actually like recognize when I take a breath. Yeah, like that, you know, and it's yeah. like watching that on. Because the trying, mic picks it up. Yeah, trying to edit yeah. that out and like, I can, oh, I can recognize exactly where I took my breath. And let's just cut that right out and yeah. move on. Yeah, I'm a little more lazy with the audio. Yeah. Uh, the audio picks up some of those. I'm famous for bumping the mic stand. And uh, so I, I can catch those sometimes, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, technology-wise, I've learned quite a few things. Um, you know, we... We've uh, played around with uh, different mics. We've played around with different chords and boards and setups. And for a while, we were running and using an interface, and now we're using a digital recorder. And sometimes we have headphones, sometimes we don't. Like, you yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> I've had to replace some things, and some of those things are not cheap. And <laughs> yeah. it's so, all process. yeah, so. Um, but you know, it's a labor of love. You know, you think about all this equipment in front of us, and man, that's almost an army. Right. I, I could be playing Infernals right now if I didn't have all this. <laughs> no. How would you be having as much fun? Uh, no, I no, I I like talking about it. So, um, no, on the gaming side of things, one of the things that I've learned, I think, is um, to read your rules. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So to actually actually read what's going on with the card, um, you know, I've um, my first couple years playing War Machine, I would play a game, but I didn't have any process for reflecting on that game, and so I would come back to the table the next week or whatever, and 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 most most likely probably make the same mistake again, right? But then now we have this podcast, and so now I come here and I make a confession to all the listening audience about all the mistakes or the or the cheating that I did like last year with the gallows is a d6 not a straight six Um, you know and so you start you know so so there's this like instant like there's this instant process of reflecting on the games because I want to tell people an interesting story and so that alone has actually just made me a better war machine player um, I feel way more confident with the game. I feel more confident with what's going on on the table. Um, I still need to learn a bit more about list building and and and, and that sort of thing. And so uh, that's an area that I can still grow in. But well, lucky for you, we had an episode about list building. It's true. <laughs> I think we should have we should revisit some of those topics that we've talked about because yeah. things have evolved and things have changed for us. And I think all of us. Oh, Chad, you're already a good player, but I think Dan and I have gotten, <laughs> you've gotten to be better, we, we're better players now, you know, and so, yeah. I, I still build this pretty much the same way. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> this seems but, like it's funny, but a lot of that also kind of stems from, like, I'm not, I'm not thinking competitively, I'm not building lists to answer certain questions, it's more of kind of like, yeah. building something that's going to work or interact in a certain way. And then if I run into a problem, then I'll figure out how my list can either deal with it or figure out how it doesn't deal with it and then yeah. revise the list. But yeah. for some people who don't always have a lot of time to hammer a lot of games out, I, yeah. yeah. Some people look more in depth to it, but yeah. yeah. 
Something else that's changed in this last year is uh, one year ago, I had two different armies than yeah. the armies that I have now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I still have two armies, and they're just both different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I still have Circle, and uh, but I've gotten rid of everything else except for the little bit of mercenary stuff that I have left that I'm kind of starting to fill back out again. I'm glad you're doing that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Get some clutter out of here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, Oz and I, you know, we feel like we're in a really good spot for the game. Um, both of us, um, we feel like uh, Oz and I kind of had a heart to heart, you know, a little while ago, and and having two armies is a good plan, you know, so you can play one for a while, bounce back the other one, play one for a while, because each army is with it with as many warcaster and warlock options as you have. I mean, every army is going to play differently and play, but but like for hobbying, so like if you get tired of painting jacks you know, paint some beasts for a while, you know, if you get tired of running this, you know, run that, and, you know, and, uh, and so both of us, well, that's where we're at, so that's why it's, that's why I say that, Yeah. you know. Or for you, if you get tired of painting beasts, just go paint some different beasts yeah. that look very different. That's true. Well, that's why I play multiple games, yeah. so. <laughs> well, that's what the key trick is. You no, know, and well, and actually, that's something that I've enjoyed, too, this last year, is, uh, is actually playing different games, and, and it and that's another thing. It's kind of just helped me in general understand more about miniature war games and yeah. and different rule sets and and thinking critically about how game designers get to the point that they are that the, the game they're going to release. You know, and um, I just I just feel like I'm just more confident in that. So yeah. So I was gonna say thinking of painting. It's that's one thing I've done a lot more this last year as well, and trying yeah. to push and do more of and you yeah. Know, don't take as many pictures as I should, but, you know, trying to new things out and yeah. experimenting a bit, just, hey, why not? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not an expert-level painter, but, you know, just practice and get yeah. a little better yeah. and you can I, make decent-looking stuff. I've been doing a lot of that, too. I've, I've been painting a lot more over the last year and playing around with some different techniques. And um, one thing that I found that was really cool was uh, I was just experimenting with dry brushing and layers to try and get a certain effect. And I started mm -hmm. it with the scar bust that I did and I started with a primed black, and then I did a, a really heavy dry brush to where it was almost a brush of uh, cotter red base, and then I did a lighter dry brush of bootstrap leather, and then a really light dry brush of mediocre over just the very, very tops of it, and it, it gave the hair a very nice depth of color without any yeah. washes, and it was something I was just like, hey, let's see if this works, and it worked really nicely, and yeah. I'm really happy with how it, the result in it, and... Uh, and other things like that. I've uh, moved away. I've gotten a lot more paints over the last year. I've expanded the color selection that I have. Started yeah. playing with a lot of different things. I still go through phases where I'm like, I really like this color. I just want to use it a lot. I've been doing that a lot with uh, uh, Amethyst Rose recently. The new... Lots uh, of beautiful color. The new red color, yeah. I, I've put a lot of Amethyst Rose and Mage Hunter Green and some Meridius Blue onto a bunch of my Riot Quest stuff that I've been working on painting. And yeah. I have almost all of... I have... I own everything so far released, and I only have four models that are unpainted, uh, even with the two starters and then the rest of Wave 1 into Wave 2. I, I have to paint my second Gubbin, which I'm not really looking forward <laughs> to. Uh, and then I've got the three new releases, the Orsis, Wolf, and uh, Captain Crawtooth. But I'm, nice. I'm really looking forward to painting those three models because I think they're going to be kind of fun. I'm going to do some, try and do some interesting things with yeah. the Fell Axe for Orsis. And Wolf with no name is uh, a model that keeps growing on me, both rules-wise and model-wise. And so I'm really excited to paint him up. Um, and also... Captain Crawtooth is just such a cool, flavorful model because he's, you know, because yeah. he's a gator with a captain's jacket that he's, like, breaking out of, basically, because yeah. it doesn't it's fit him right because he's a gator, not a yeah. person. <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad you guys brought up the, the painting because yeah. that's something that I've learned a lot, too. Um, I've done more painting in the last year than I had in it, all the years combined of, of my gaming, and, um, and that feels really good. So I've learned a lot in the dry brushing method, yeah. mostly from making mistakes. Yeah. And then when I compare like the very first model that I ever painted with what I paint now, 
I'm like, oh, yeah, I really have gotten good. So, or better. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm good yet, but, but, but I'll take better. I mean, I, a lot of my stuff is on display at the shop, and I think it, it looks good from arm's length, but I get a lot of compliments on a lot of the stuff, and it, a lot of it is very simple methods. It yeah. looks good at an arm's length, and um, yeah. I have also taken time from doing you know the the assembly line painting or batch painting of cranking out a bunch of same looking dudes and i've also worked on um other pieces that were bigger that are going to require more time and do more detail and um like the mortarian i did i sank eight and a half hours into that thing and it's still not totally done there's some more touch-ups and stuff i could do on it but like that um the scar bust i did was about four and a half or five hours of work and the uh the gen con exclusive Sergeant titanica uh i put some good time on too that's a great a model good compliments on that that was yeah. a lot of fun to paint and i did some other again interesting kind of things with doing some freehand with it the same use the same dry brushing technique on the hair and it turned out really nice and then doing some dry brushing of some mud on the feet which is like one of the bigger or the most common compliment that i get about that model is that I dry brushed dirt and mud on her feet because she's yeah. a giant monster smashing through the city. Her feet aren't going to be clean. Right. So that's good. Yeah. Well, uh, so we have one year under our belt and uh, we're going to have another year under our belt in a year. <laughs> I guess that's how that works. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that is how time works. That is how time works. Yeah. Okay. According to some, it's flat. Come on, so uh, going... <laughs> So going forward, um, what uh, what kind of things would you like to see? Um, do you have any plans for the future? Um, what are the things we're looking forward to that you're excited about? Um, really just play more, painting some play, more. Playing some games, Dan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, eventually we'll get back to that rhythm. Like I said, this last summer was kind of a chaotic, and you know we're yeah. floating back down now to get more stable and yeah. get the cadence back on. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're gonna have um, more uh, more games to play. We're gonna have more models to paint, um, but we're also gonna have you know we're gonna have more guests on our show, and looking forward to that and and having different things to talk about with them, and then we're gonna also have more fun topics. Uh, that I think that already I know that there are some topics that we want to revisit, and um, and and hit it with a, with a new angle. Um, which is which is fine, and then but but um, I'm just I'm really excited just uh, to have this opportunity and to keep going, you know, with uh, with a thing. We're gonna do another King of Coins event, and so we're excited about that. That um, that'll be something that will that'll kind of be squeezed in between a couple things, and um, and uh, we're kind of brainstorming price support for that, and so we're looking looking forward to to getting that going. Um, but we have something new to announce, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, we have something that's going to start, um, well, tomorrow's our birthday, so it's going to start tomorrow, right? <laughs> and it's going to run for uh, for six weeks. You want to tell us more, Dan? Um, I mean, what's more to tell? But, no, uh, we definitely want to get some some encouraging of painting, right? We're, we're here to inspire to do some work, so let's go ahead and get some of those models painted up like we were talking about. So we want to encourage people to start start a model and we'll have to create a Facebook group and start getting some posts on there that we can kind of share with everybody and, and make mm -hmm. some progress towards and start seeing what uh, everyone in the community can kind of come up with. Mm -hmm. um, really, I don't think we're limiting it to any model type. It doesn't have to be War Machine hordes, you know, just no. what what uh, what's inspiring you to, to paint, right? Yeah. So we're gonna have a painting contest, yeah. and uh, and so um, we're gonna ask people to submit um, a picture, and so probably make it a good picture so we can, <laughs> you know, so we can look at it, but um, and you know have a good view of it, and then um, and then the three of us will be sort of the judges, right? And we'll we'll look at the pictures, and then um, and then at the end of the six weeks, you can do some work in progress pictures if you want. Um, and that's that's cool. But the, whatever your final is, we'll have we'll have folks who want to participate in the painting contest post their final uh, pick of whatever model they're submitting, and then 
uh, to the Facebook group, uh, Spellstorm Miniatures Painting Group, and then um, and then we'll have a cool prize to give out uh, for that. And uh, we haven't really um, fleshed it out um, completely. So we're just gonna. So whatever it is you want to paint is really what it is. So someone may paint a warjack, and someone may paint a Tau fire warrior. I mean, whatever you think is gonna, <laughs> whatever yeah. you want to show, is gonna be your thing. So. <laughs> yeah. um, so I can't submit a picture, can I? Well, you, you can no. submit it all you want. Yeah, I'll skip over it. <laughs> no. no. Um, this one is clearly superior. Yeah, that's your model. That's the point. <laughs> but yeah, uh, um, but it'd be fun to to see what goes out there, and then uh, so we're excited about that. So this year, um, before the end of the so this year, we'll have that event, and then we'll have the King and Queen events in twenty twenty, and so there's a couple things that folks in our community can look forward to, and uh, and you know it's just one of the things that we want to do to to support what's going on. Yeah. So we're excited about that, and uh, we'll have. Uh, uh, we'll have links in the show notes for uh, for the Facebook group and all that stuff, so everyone can can find us. And um, but yeah, so well, yeah. So I think so. I think we have another exciting year to look forward to. Yeah, um, more stories to tell and more games to whatevers. And uh, and um, we have some things on our hobby desk we want to talk about before we get out. I guess. So what's going on right now for you um, on your hobby desk? Oh, I've got just Riot Quest all over my desk. I start off with, oh, I'll do like these three or four colors, and you know how that goes. Next yeah. thing you know, I've got like 20 different paints across my uh mm-hmm. Three or four colors is not enough. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's really not, you know. Um, so I'm trying to have a little fun with those, where they're not going to fully fit in with the faction they go with, but they're more kind of playing off each other, but yeah. will still be able to slip into their other faction. Okay. So I'm trying to make them a little bit unique-ish, but then not too outrageous, yeah. except for Gubbin, uh, <laughs> because he's just a weird, crazy guy. All right. But that's pretty much what I've got going on, um, which is actually something I had done in the new year. I kind of got inspired from our you know, episode of talking about our hobby space and created yeah. more of a, a nook where I actually have some shelves for some stuff and then nice. like you know yeah. um a place for like the camera for doing some of the unboxings and so forth like that so that's yeah, cool that's been fun yeah that's cool um i don't have anything i'm assembling or anything uh, i do have two units of shinobots for monster apocalypse that i'm working on they're they're base colored i've just been working about the coloring uh, sequencing for the rest of them um Riot Quest models, I already said, working on those last four, and then I'm looking forward to more coming out and doing some cool schemes. I'm not being as in-depth or uh, consistent, I think, with a lot of the paint schemes. I'm more just kind of doing stuff that looks kind of fun, but I guess a lot of them do still fall into whatever faction they go into. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, doing the two different starter boxes, I did two different color schemes. I was talking off, off mic about my Sir Dreyfus, um, I did two different ones, and one of them was kind of your more classic Stormblade of, like, the Signar, was it Signar Blue Highlight is the primary color, and then some other, like, off-colors, like Meridius Blue, using uh, Kador Red in a couple of accent points, and then Gold, and then for the alternate one that I did, I wanted it to be more of kind of like the Knight in Shining Armor type of a scheme, and so I actually did the Pig Iron Dry Brush as the primary color for a lot of his armor and then I accented with like Meridius Blue or Gravedigger Denim or some of those other more like lighter colored blues so that I still kind of fit in with it so they look very different but they still kind of have a very a little bit of a similar color scheme yeah I did some inversing with colors um, or also just some trade-ups but I am also uh, starting to learn the value of multiple browns uh, so I've actually got four different brown colors now I've got a good a, a good array of blues and reds in this now too so it's so true though yeah it is it really is and I was just... and across different manufacturers too yes like yeah, yeah. and I I, uh, I primarily use all privateer p3 paints uh, oh, okay. for my stuff for pretty much everything and actually uh, a small aside they announced that they're releasing 24 new colors next year so oh. adding into their paint line which is going to be really really cool nice um 
But yeah, I, I was thinking about painting the wolf with no name, and I was like, oh, I'm probably going to end up using like three or four different brown colors on that guy just to get <laughs> his cloak and the leather and, and everything else. So yeah. um, I, I do need to get back to trying to... I had the goal at the beginning of the year to get all of my circle to get faction complete, which only required a couple models, and then be fully painted by the end of the year. And I started off strong, and then I got tired of painting Tharn stuff. <laughs> and so I took a break, and I've been painting a bunch of other stuff, and I need to get back to it, because yeah. I might not get all of the duplicates that I have, but I'm going to try to get at least um, uh, at least one of everything fully faction, uh, fully painted by the end nice. of the year. Nice. I like that. I'm... I'm I have a lot of things on my hobby desk. I, I have the problem where where I start something and then I start something else and then I start yeah. something else. So I actually have um, several um, things that are in the middle of being painted that aren't finished. And I really need to like just focus and get her done, right? Is one of them your and, Hydra? Uh, well, <laughs> I think it's on a shelf, you know. <laughs> um, Should finish it up. All right, all right. You know... <laughs> This is turning into sort of a running joke now. Right? Maybe I just never finish it, and then and then every episode you remind me that I need to finish yeah, yeah. it, and then. I'm gonna next year, in one year, my hydra will be finished. By, by our next anniversary. Okay. Um, no, I actually I I was thinking about borrowing a, a play from Daniel Prime, uh, where he you know he's mostly playing one army, and then painting a second army while he's doing that. And so I started building the rest of my Legion things. And so Saturday after, um, yeah, Saturday night, I, I built a couple of War Beasts and, and a solo. And um, so I think I want to finish building those. I only have a few things to finish building. And then, and then, um, and then just start working through and start, and then finish building the rest of my Scorn. And I have a number of things I have to like work through. Um, I have some broken scorn bits to fix and things like that, but, um, uh, but anyway, uh, no, my hobby, uh, my hobby desk, I don't have a defined space, which is my problem. And so, um, so I have to bring everything out, do stuff and then put everything away. And, um, you know, that's why I, that's why it's always different what I bring out. So, but, um, but I am getting more organized with all of my terrain and things like that organize my garage a little bit and that feels really good so good. next is to arm organize the armies yeah. so that'll be good hey um i really enjoyed this conversation uh yes. with you guys I, I i'm really excited to get back in the rhythm and uh and just keep talking about games and talking about stuff that we do and whatnot and um and uh any final thoughts before we wrap this one up i mean really just Thank you to everyone that's kind of listening. I mean, I know Curtis hasn't bugged us about painting lately. Uh, probably good. But, <laughs> He's been very gracious yeah. to us. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, just all the guys out there that have been ladies that have just shown support and whatnot. So. Yeah. 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 It's always fun. Like the episode, the day our episode drops, usually my wife you know, comes home and she's she on her phone and she's listening to it. And I'm like, oh, you still listen? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. So that really means I have to be careful what I say. So uh, that yeah. way we haven't had any confessions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I knew she listened to the first few. I didn't know that she continued to listen. So, but, yeah. so, and yeah, so speaking of our community, thank you for listening to our show. Um, thank you for being a part of, this whatever we this project this thing that we do um we love to hear from you and so if you want to drop us a line uh email us at spellstormminiatures at gmail.com and if you want to join us um we have a discord channel uh, it's been up and running for a while and i know there are a few people on there and um and you can find a link for that in our show notes um if you like what we're doing uh the best way you can support us is by telling your friends and um, giving us a nice review on iTunes and things like that if you like what we're doing. So um, other than that, uh, we want to encourage you to play more games. So get out there and paint and play and build and make friends.
Thank you.